Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome to Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Lindsay. The Let's Talk Peaches podcast is a community that empowers others to go after the life they want. We are constantly asking the question, how can we set ourselves up, mind, body, and soul, to achieve the happiness and success we deserve? If you're a new peach, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a returning peach, thank you so much for tuning back in. We really appreciate that. Hit that big subscribe button on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. We put out new episodes every every Monday. Monday. All right, let's dive into the episode. Hello, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome back for another episode. We're so happy to have you here. It's uh, it's another day in the Peach Pod. Yeah. And uh, get excited because we've got a great episode for you today. Yeah. We were so jazzed to have the honor to talk to Dom. Uh-huh. Don Roberts today. I think it was really divine timing, and we say this in the episode, of when we're catching her in her life because uh-huh. I think it really syncs up to the mission of our podcast and uh-huh. the idea, like, the bravery, the strength, the, the like, self-growth that happens. Of, like, choosing yourself, being honest with yourself, mm-hmm. choosing yourself, and making hard decisions to live the life that you want to live. Want to live yeah or like deciding to end the life that you know is not for you yeah I think that's like yeah it's where she is she 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 took a step she was like this isn't 100% for me yeah so I'm gonna take a step and um open up to other things that may come my way and without 100% knowing what was to come before we get too deep I just a little bit let's like a little backstory oh my goodness um, of like what we're talking about per se for sure so Dom posted a she was a, an she's infograf- a graf- not an infographic yeah an infographic or just like a graphic an infographic she posted a she made created a post she's a graphic designer at the time of George Floyd's death and it went viral and George from, Floyd's murder George Floyd's murder and from there just kind of went viral went viral like went from normal amount of followers to now she's got a pretty good following yeah and she started a podcast and she had and she became she this was that was her platform mm-hmm. and recently as of November she her podcast was called the uncomfortable she let go of the podcast and is starting a new chapter in her life and so uh we talk a lot about uh, what that experience was like for her to say goodbye to this thing that you know has brought her a lot of a lot of success yeah but wasn't feeling yeah right it didn't go away because it wasn't successful yeah it went away because she chose she chose herself. So mm-hmm. this is a super powerful conversation. Lots of lots of inspirational content that lays before you, and we're super excited to share. Um, we love Dom. Yeah, I, such a I, sweet. I really relate to a lot of like. I feel like there's so many synchronicities, and like a lot of things that she said that I was like, oh my god, me too. Yeah, such oh a god. kind person, mm-hmm. a powerhouse, a mm-hmm. go getter. Lots of lots of uh, role model qualities in this one. So we will not delay any further further. we will queue up dom and brb peaches all right peaches we are here with the lovely dom hi dom how are you Good. I'm so happy to be on the pod. Thanks, guys. Can't tell you how excited we are to have you on the pod today. We were so jazzed. Yeah, so anxiously awaiting today and can't can't tell you how excited we are to have you here today. So thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Something that we like to do at the top of each episode is just say, oop, is just say gut check. 
What's up, What's Peach? up, Peach? So how's your day going? How's your week going? A little vibe check. Yeah. Oh, well, I was recently sick, and that was like, boo, corny, thumbs down, tomato, tomato. Right. But I recovered, and then today I went to one of my favorite coffee shops, and I got the breakfast burrito, and it oh. made my stomach feel wild. So my stomach's feeling a little wild, you guys. It's feeling the gut check. Let's just say my gut is feeling LOL. wild. Yeah, like our ooh, actual like, gut. I love yeah. it. Wild in a fun way or wild in a like cautious way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like wild in a cautious way. Wild in a little <laughs> like. It might not be my favorite breakfast burrito anymore. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. We're so we're a little bit in mourning. Yeah, I was, like, pretty bummed. And also, I just, like, was just sick, and now it's, like, a little different kind of sickness today. So it's fine. We're good. We're thriving, though. We're thriving, though. I love the positive energy. I hope you feel less weird soon. (laughs) Shit shit for that burrito. Bad burrito. Yes. (laughs) Nothing worse than, like, when your favorite food place lets you down. Mm -hmm. Like, something Mm -hmm. that you have faith in something that's constant, your go-to, you know what I mean? And also, like, after you've been feeling sick for the last couple of days. Yes, exactly. But it's okay. Well, we'll be manifesting better energy towards you, you know? Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. I do that. You're You're welcome. welcome. (laughs) You know, we're here to help wherever we can. (laughs) No, but like we said, we are crazy excited to have you on the podcast. You have such an interesting story, and I think we're catching you at a really interesting time in your life um, that we're super ex- that we're like just talk to you about. But for those who have never heard of you before, do you want to r- just give a little bit, little summary rundown of who you are, what you do, all of that good stuff? Who yeah, I'll keep it cute and fun and short. Yeah. But pretty much in 2020 was kind of like my first debut into like social media posting. And as just like a creator, my story is pretty unique just because it's not typical. And 2020 was the last thing it was, was a typical year. So my story coming out of 2020 is very (laughs) not typical. But essentially after Ahmed Aubrey and then the news of George Floyd's murder, I was just posting graphics and sharing resources for people to get involved. And it like quickly went viral. And from there, it just like spread and spread and spread all throughout the internet. And I like quickly came into a new career of like sharing resources and education based content very fast. And it was just kind of like a whirlwind just because it genuinely it was like an accident that just kind of turned into its own thing but that's like virality in the internet and the world we live in today so from there I had signed to get a podcast with Dear Media and had the Uncomfortable podcast and that was an amazing journey I was able to have even more resources on there and like real raw honest conversations and build a brand around the idea of all things uncomfortable and so from the uncomfortable we've done like different clothing drops and different initiatives and graphics on there as well and I think kind of midway into 2021 I 
was finally starting to also process everything that happened in 2020, there was a lot of conversation, like not just, you know, um, the conversations of like racism and like white supremacy and so many other things, but also just like the conversation of like mental health. Like I feel like a lot of people's mental health were on a decline just with us being, you know, in quarantine and lockdown and not being connected in the same way. And from there, I, in the middle of 2021, I also realized that as much as I'm pouring into like other communities and people, especially online and expressing myself and giving myself in a way so fully, I like wasn't giving to myself at all. So I Mm -hmm. went into therapy (laughs) and um, that's that's where that'll do it. (laughs) Therapy, that's where they'll make it happen. But I slowly started to realize that I had kind of pushed myself beyond any normal boundaries. I think I kind of took on this like superhuman role at the time because there was just such a need for it. And then because of that, I was putting myself on the back burner. So I feel as though that was like an interesting point of my career where I Mm -hmm. started shifting my content towards less just the focal point constantly being about talking about things that are like really I don't know that I experienced firsthand I guess is like the best way to put it you know it was really hard for me to have to constantly be like updating people and rallying and like strategizing ways for people to like be involved and care about something that I was like actively unpacking and like us as a society are still trying to grow in and become better and I kind of felt like I had reached a point in my career where I want it like I want what I do on the internet to be so much more than just this one topic that was taking up a lot of Mm, mental like space and just a toll on myself as well and so that's when I slowly started to like shift my content to other things I care about because I think also at the time and we all just kind of I think hyper focused on an issue at hand and I kind of swept this part of myself away where I was like, I'm multifaceted. Like, I'm more than just, like, a voice that can tell you not to be racist. Mm. Like, I also am, like, into fashion. I also like other things. I just, ha- I'm a person. Like, I'm an actual human being and not just this resource of, like, educational content, which wasn't even originally what I was interested in. So that's kind of what I guess we're seeing unfold now Um, which is like fun and exciting as I'm getting to explore all the other things on social media. So now I like do a lot of like fashion and body positivity and mental health awareness and just honestly everything. I think that's kind of the cool thing about being a creator is there's Mm -hmm. no just like label. And I mean, Yes, the industry does try and put labels on you, and I try. She does. Yes, she really does, and I try as much as I can to stay away from them, but, like, any time I do have to put a label, I just say creator, because, you know, like, sometimes I am in the mood to talk about racism, or I'm in the mood to talk about mental health, or, like, 
body image or whatever the case mm-hmm. is. But I just think that that's just kind of how I unfolded into social media <laughs> and what I do now in a very fast, messy synopsis. Of- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I was taking so many little notes, as I always do. But I think podcasting is such a beautiful space. And it it opens up an opportunity for people to have super deep conversations in a way that a real life almost doesn't, that you don't get very often. It's like one-on-one or one-on-two or whatever, three people, like having very <laughs> focused conversation about a topic or about somebody's life. And your podcast, especially The Uncomfortable talking about very important super nourishing conversations but that's a lot that's a lot to be weekly well I'm also I'm curious what was your did you have a following before because it was kind of like you posted one infographic around the time of George Floyd George Floyd's death and it blew up and it went viral did you have a significant following before that or was it like zero to a million in like two seconds yeah it was a pretty like zero to a million situation I maybe have 900 800 like I don't like yeah nothing significant really Mm -hmm. yeah and and I feel like to be to be thrusted into that content and to like be kind of a a a public figure and a speaker towards that and everyone's going to you and you're going to you for that information it can feel like a lot and I think you you like you charged into that I mean you started a podcast and you held that title so well and I mean I we were listening to one of your latest episode your last episode of your podcast and you were like so many people are like oh this episode I was able to share it with my family like you're opening the dialogue for for people to have conversations with their loved ones about such important topics but it, you kind of that's not what the intention was with that post for you to be taking to like be like this is how what I'm going to do with the rest of my life so I, I do feel like that is such an interesting place to be where not that you didn't ask for it but you were just like it just happened to you yeah and it's that's where it's just this very unconventional thing that I stepped into and it's weird because like I did not even plan on going to like I didn't go to school for social media I like didn't I was like in the middle of going to school like I didn't even finish school because this whole new career presented itself And it's one of those things where, like, life has a weird way of just, like, opening a lane for you. And Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. that was one of those moments that I was just like, okay, like, I think something's unfolding here. And now, like, fast forward the tape, it was one of the hardest times of my life, but also, like, one of the best choices I could have ever made. Yeah. I mean, you were balancing and digesting so many different things at once. I have so many more eyes on me now on top of like all of the other things that were going on in the world that you have to personally digest and like people coming to you (laughs) for answers probably in that regard. I'm just I can't imagine dealing with all of that at once. I mean, and like what a vulnerable place to be. You know what I mean? You're one person. You have your own experience. You can talk to your experience. And you really took on this huge role. And you, like Nicole said, you did it so you and are doing it so beautifully, maybe in different ways. We don't have our podcast anymore, but you still embody this, un- the uncomfortable, having conversations. And I think like what you said earlier is I'm a multifaceted person. I, I lost that version of myself. And it's not that I want to like give up this completely, but I want to I want to keep Keep it and get diversify my avenues and diversify my avenues and really be my true full full self because 
yeah, I th- that's that's a lot to only have those types of conversations. That's a lot for any person in like a podcast format. And you deserve to be a full faceted human being and explore all of the the versions of ourselves um, that we love to do. But one of my one of my questions is, okay, so we've like made the decision. We took the leap and said, okay, or we chose ourselves, I'll say, and it's like, this isn't, I'm making the choice. I'm not doing this anymore. You signed off your last episode. What did you do immediately after? I think I cried. I cried. I cried for a really long time. And yeah, I think it was just a very emotional choice for me to, you know, like stop the podcast because just as someone who is a like major people pleaser, I think that's like another thing that like fueled mm. a lot of like the early days of my career and sometimes now, but definitely not to the degree that it was. I think my biggest fear was that this what if this was the greatest thing that I ever did? Like what, you know, and I know that sounds so crazy saying that now. Because I'm like, okay, bitch, like, what were you thinking? <laughs> and it really wasn't even that long ago. So it's it's nice because it was like in November. It was when you posted your last episode. And now we're in April. Oh, my God. I'm right. April. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what? <laughs> where, where, when that happened. Yeah. But you've already we're, we're starting to be like, okay, I'm not as scared of the future. Anyways, yeah, keep going. Sorry. No, you're good. And I, and I agree with you. I think I was like – I was so scared. I remember just having so much fear. I I was in Texas actually at the time when I decided I was going to end the podcast and I just looked at my best friend and she was just like, just looked over at me and I just started weeping, like bawling my eyes out. She was like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong? What happened? And I was like, I think I need to just stop doing my podcast. It's just, I don't know if it's serving the same way that it once was. And we just have this, like, really long conversation about just not letting fear hold you back. And I believe this personally for myself. And I think it's, like, a really good compass to use. Because I also do think that, you know, dreams take energy to become reality. And when you put in that energy, it can, you know, it's draining. And there's moments when you do want to stop. And there's moments where you're like, this is useless. Like, hello, is my mic on? Like, is anyone listening to me? There's moments in life where we truly feel like we're just toiling the mountain, going nowhere. But we reach a point where we're like, okay, I'm starting to see the end, the finish line here. And... That's when, you know, passion comes into like sustaining your dreams. And I do think there's Mm -hmm. a part of that. But I feel like the difference was this was more like an end to a season. And I was just realizing that I said what needed to be said. And I think I was just realizing that there was like so much more I wanted to explore with my career And the fear, though, of, like, what if and what's going to happen and what next and all blah, 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 like, everything that happens in our heads was, like, getting the better of me. And so I just really had to, after I ended the podcast, like, put a lot of trust and belief in myself that there's so much more. And the truth is there is so much more. Like, there really, truly is so much more. You just have to believe for it. And 
it's like something that even to this day that I like still struggle with because the podcast was something that was so constant and happening in my life, like something I did weekly. And like now I'm putting my energy and time towards other projects that I'm very much so passionate about and are also my dreams. But at the same time, I'm having to, like, you know, kill off the little thoughts of doubts and things that come into my mind. But, you know, that's really what going after your dreams are anyways. Those thoughts are never yes. going to stop. Absolutely. So I th- is it safe to say that no regrets? No regrets at all. None at all. But it was really scary. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, no regrets. I think yeah. it was the best decision I could have made. And I and I loved your media too. Like they're my family. So that was like the other really sad part of it was I was like, oh, like it's not going to be as regular and everything. Like being with mm-hmm. you guys and talking with you guys and everything. But everything I've gone to do now by like letting go of something that wasn't serving me in the same way is just incredible. And I think Sometimes you need to like let go of something to open the next lane, but it's scary. It's really scary and it's really hard. So if anyone, you know, is going through that, I feel that scared, fearful struggle. Yeah. And I mean, you close off one avenue of energy and you open yourself up for other opportunities. When one door closes, you give an opportunity for another door to open. And sometimes that's, it's hard to close that door. And I think a lot of our listeners are experiencing that, maybe trying to make a life pivot, not really sure. I think it's divine timing that we're talking to you at the time mm-hmm. that we're talking to you because I think a lot of a lot of our listeners are trying to gear up to shut down or cha- make a change in their lives that's that can be really hard what were some things that you actively did to move past that fear what did you say I had to like keep batting down those areas of doubt did you just like say I see you and I'm just gonna ignore you or I'm gonna replace it with a positive affirmation what was the process yeah I think first I just had to uh, I attempted to come up with a plan I mean we all do but one of the process of like ending the podcast is also okay so you're ending this to do what what are you going to start filling your time with because I don't think it's smart to like end something prematurely before you even know what your next step is because even though I ended the podcast in November I had like started to feel you know in a little bit in October like a little bit going into fall I don't know if I want to keep doing the podcast And so Mm -hmm. I was kind of like slowly in my mind, like making up a plan of what I was going to explore next. And I also think I had to muster up a lot of courage and confidence. I think really just like the confidence and belief, truly believe. And I think that's where like affirmations really came in. But and still do to this day, but just like believing that I'm doing exactly what I am supposed to be doing and like truly believing that and allowing myself also to not have all the answers, you know, as much as like I try to come up with a plan, try and like tell myself like, okay, it's great. You're doing great, sweetie. You're crushing it. Yes, lay girl. There are also (laughs) moments where I was just like, Okay, like this is really hard today and I actually am so confused and we're on a floating rock and I just, I'm SOS, save our ship, you know? 
So, <laughs> yeah. So also like creating space for myself to have those moments of existential crisis because those are real too. And yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no beautiful way of like pursuing a dream or changing a lane. It's a little awkward. It's a little hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It is really hard. But the second you do it, you just, you're doing it. It's like, you know, when you're, you're yeah, you're just doing it. It's like, uh huh. yeah, I'm like, it's like when you're riding a bike. No, but, um, but actually, you know, you're just, you're just kind of doing it. It's, it's reminding me of I anytime that I had to make a hard decision, it's like I walk up. It's like I kind of have an out-of-body experience as I'm walking, as I'm like going through the motions of doing it. I'm like, is this actually happening? I'm doing it. My mind knows and my spirit knows that it's the right move, but it's so hard to make those choices. And like I, I felt this way when I was like breaking up with my first boyfriend, sitting down on the couch and being like, this is happening. Or when I, I uh, had to quit a job one time, like, uh, that these out of body experiences is like uh, the words are coming out and I'm watching myself from above do it and after it's done like you were saying it's done and then yeah. you know if it feels you'll feel it feels right after it's done you're like okay and then you're like uh, things start to come like when you open up the if you're feeling this is another thought that I had as we were speaking if you're feeling like like you were saying over time it started to build like I it's like this isn't for me this is like there are parts of it that I love but there's other parts of it that are falling on the wayside and I I feel like I you know these feelings of like this isn't for me anymore started building and if that's starting then it's your body and I don't know my my beliefs is the universe's way of saying like this there's other things out there if this isn't the hundred percent thing there are greater things for you out there and like it's scary to trust something and that and just like take a leap of faith onto the onto the floating rock (laughs) but usually that's when the universe will give you what you need and what you've been looking for yes exactly and I think that is just the greatest reminder is we're all trying to figure it out there's no guidebook like you can't you Mm -hmm. know look up how to change career paths for dummies I mean there actually probably is it is, but like it's so personalized. Yeah, it's so I mean, personalized. It's so hard. Exactly. And just losing consciousness in moments that are like really hard, like that is yeah. very real. And then being like, whoa, like I did that. Things mm-hmm. I did that. You go girl. <laughs> you go girl moment. <laughs> <laughs> what were you what would you say were like the key three pillars that really helped you? make this pivot in your life would you say going to therapy and knowing more about yourself your support system of your friends and your family what were those things that key things that you're like this is what helped me get here yeah I think the first thing was being brutally honest with myself just kind of little self check-in with Dom myself and just asking myself how do you feel five years from now are you going to be proud that you denied what you're feeling right now and like still had a podcast Mm. or five years from now, are you going to wish you ended the podcast like five years ago? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like those were things that I like really hard questions I had to ask myself. And then from there, yes, one friends and family just really grounding and other perspectives. But I think key number one part is like hearing from yourself Because, like, people are going to have a lot of things to say. There are so many people that are like, what if you restructured the show? What if you called it something else? What if, what if, blah, blah, blah. And there were a lot of those. 
And I think for me, like, I realized, I was like, oh, shit. I'm the only person who has to answer for myself. So at the end of the day, I think having confidence in your word is the first step to make the transition easier. And then Mm -hmm. I would say also finding ways to like stay out of your head too. I was trying to like teach myself like different skills and stuff. I went on like, um, gosh, what's it called? Skillshare? I was literally Ah. just thinking that. (laughs) Yeah, Skillshare, yeah. And I downloaded random classes to like teach myself video editing. I was just trying to like, also pursue other like potential passions and hobbies was this before you ended your show or right or after this was kind of like in the middle I was kind of like testing out different water I was like what do I even like to do like I've been kind of like doing podcasting for like a minute now and Mm. since my main medium is social media online what are some other mediums that I can like try out and just kind of like learn more about myself I think that really helped with the process too. And yeah, definitely going to therapy helped a lot and it does help a lot. But I would also say like for people who don't have access to therapy, there were like so many other things. Like I was journaling a lot too and like really just doing a lot of self-reflection and honesty and really just like diving deep and trying to like relearn things about myself because I felt like I had lived a year, like how you explained, just everything was out of body, you know, like nothing felt real. Everything felt like Monopoly money. Nothing was like a real like moment in time. And so I felt like I was like really having to come to a place of relearning myself. And I, you know, still feel that at times. But I think those are like the main things I was doing to kind of push myself to realize, oh, okay, I actually really do think that the best thing you could do right now is say goodbye and, like, have an end of chapter and, like, you know, start season two. Season two of a brand new show. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, season one will always be on the internet for people to binge at whatever point in time that they want, you know? And that's the beauty of the internet, that, like, your season one, the podcast will forever be there, and it it will never not be helping people. And yeah. now we can move into other spaces and, you know, do all of that lovely stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Everyone loves season one. What would you, if you could maybe share, what have you learned about yourself in the last couple of months and maybe how are you implementing that into future projects? Yes, that's a great question. I'm like, yes, today. Um, I think I what I've realized the most about myself is that I actually really do love creating, like creating content, creating just stuff in general, being creative, getting to collaborate with other people. And that is in ways was like explored but not really and I feel as though I've really been able to like come into that creativity since and the uncomfortable and that page on Instagram we were like sharing graphics and just doing like really cool stuff with it and different initiatives and I think that's like something that we're definitely this year putting a lot of time and energy into is like kind of like restarting those initiatives and 
creating like more content on there that I do love. And I think it's a way of like honoring how I first started on the internet while also being able to remove myself away from it in like a brand perspective where it doesn't just all rely on me. And I feel like I wouldn't have been able to explore any of that or find any of that if I didn't take the time to also find out what do I like? Do I actually Mm -hmm. even like my job being social media, you know? What Mm -hmm. if I actually like being a barista? I don't know. I, like, this randomly happened to me, and I, like, never allowed myself to, like, process and figure it out. So I think that's, like, something recently that I've realized, and it's been really cool implementing next steps for that and, like, what's that that is going to look like later on this year and stuff. But I think that also, like, took some time of, like, stepping away, coming back, and goofing off, and, like, figuring out what really, you know, makes me happy. For sure. I really relate to a lot of the things that we're talking about today. So this is super great conversation for me. But I I definitely, I feel like just like giving it a, a, a bit more of a moment of this idea of like relearning who we are. First of all, it's something that so many of us, if you haven't gone through it, or if you don't go through it at one point or multiple points in your life, then like, okay. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but I, I think it's like, we, we can normalize that and we can, we evolve as we grow. We like different things and it's okay to do what you feel like you need to do in order to relearn who we are in this moment. When I was, I don't know, a t- like a middle schooler, I was like, I'm going to live in the city and I'm going to be a big shot this and I'm going to do that. And my idea of success was honestly very society p- pigeonholed. Like I was just going off of what I, what I grew up learning. And now I'm like, mm, I don't know. Your girl might be okay living in the woods. Like, I don't know. Maybe not quite that. But like, it's like re I'm relearning who I am, what kind of hats that I want to put on or like who I am when I take off the hats, to be honest. I I think you mentioned this earlier in the episode, labeling ourselves or whatever. I want to take that hat off. I want to take these labels off and like, who, who am I at my core without having without worrying about stamps of what I do for a career like you yeah you were talking about if you're like I'm just a creative when I put on my on my on my website is I am technically this but to be honest I'm just a creative being I like doing photography I like collaborating with others I like making films I like going outside for a walk and like smelling a flower just like taking a second to be I I find that to be a part of my identity so I I just wanted to give that a little bit more space is like this idea that at any point in your life, whether you're learning yourself for the first time at seven years old, 27 years old, 58 years old, there are so many different times that we become new versions of ourselves. And that's an awesome process. Um, It's a beautiful process. It can be super tough. And like you were saying, I think that's like when you feel disconnected from your life, to be honest, it's like my life's happening, but I'm not present. And I'm not present because this isn't the life that I'm supposed to be living anymore. No, exactly. <laughs> I think that last part was just very impactful. You you can kind of feel it. You can kind of feel when like there's a transition on the rise. Mm-hmm. And then there's also just like those weird moments where life is just happening, you know, and you just kind of have to ride that out too. And yeah, it's all part of like the process and stuff, which I love, so. It's funny how I think, you know, being honest with yourself is such a huge 
it's a huge ingredient in in what it takes to have a to be happy in your life, but I think it can be one of the hardest things to do. It's so easy to lie to yourself or not be truthful about what you should be doing, but it really is it's like such an important part of what makes us able to to move forward in our lives in the right direction. Yeah. I'd love it if you could if we could talk a little bit about how mental and emotional health plays a role in your everyday life and in your career. Yeah. I think I'm like, yeah. Um, I think (laughs) (laughs) the craziest part about mental health is it's as broad and as real as like physical health, you know, like if someone breaks their arm and like has a cast, no one's going to be like, no, you didn't break your arm. And also when someone breaks their arm and the doctor's like, it's going to be eight to 12 weeks to heal your arm. It takes eight to 12 weeks to heal your arm. There's no going around that. And Mm -hmm. mental health in a weird way is just as broad and intricate in ways as a physical injury or just anything physical when we think of like health, you know, which I never like viewed it as such, you know, I feel as though mental health was presented to us as a concept. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. you, you mental health, you know, and it's very like, the way it's presented on TV and the media and like so many other things. It's been dramatized. It's been blown out. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like there's just so Mm -hmm. many different elements to it. And now it's also become like a point of, I say caution too, because I, I don't mean it in a negative way, but there is like an oversaturation of mental health. What is it? Mm -hmm. People defining it. It's so personal and it's, it's, not Mm. so easily labeled by like what we how we try and label it today you know yeah because it is it's so broad and there's so many different like facets to it but I think for me I didn't even realize I had any like mental illness or like problems and stuff until into 2021 the beginning of 2021 and just this deep sense of I don't know just like begrudging of life and just feeling Mm -hmm. like I don't know just literally being in a disassociative state because of like Mm -hmm. all the traumatic things happening back to back to back and like not Um. even knowing how to process any emotions at all and really just struggling severely with depression and anxiety and different like disorders that I didn't even know existed And Mm -hmm. the craziest thing is, is while I'm like going through all of those things, but like completely denying myself of exploring any of those things that I'm feeling, I'm also a full on career woman having to like, you know, keep up Mm -hmm. like what I started. So as I'm working myself into the ground to like keep my emotions at bay, I'm also only like in this weird declining mental state. Um, sorry, really dark. Um, but no, no, it got just very real for me because I remember I was like in therapy and I was telling my therapist, I was like, this is going to sound really weird. And it's, I blame this on me being a Capricorn and like me thinking like <laughs> work solves everything. But right. I was talking to my therapist and I was like, like literally telling her, I was like, I don't know how to process emotions. Like when people say like process and sit with it, like if you're sad, like you should process that. Or if something happens, you should process that. I'm like, what does that mean? 
Like, I'm like, that just sounds like a waste of time. Like, I'm supposed to sit here <laughs> and just, like, feel things. Like, I, like... Mm, right. <laughs> I mean, no, but, I mean, that's, that makes that's sense. very valid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I told her, and I said this, I was like, it just feels like a waste of time. I wish I could just not feel any... Like, I was just like, I feel depressed, and it's literally wasting right. my time. I feel depressed, and I literally can't work today. This is right. so annoying. And she was like... Okay, but you have to understand that, like, mental health is literally a disability in the same way that someone who needs a cane for walking, you're not going to be like, no, you can't use a cane. It's, like, the same way, like, we don't prioritize, like, our mental health in the same way. If I'm having a really bad day and I'm really depressed and I'm in, like, a depressive episode and yet I deny myself of any form of self-care and... It's not even like self-care, but just like taking care of yourself and whether that I need to go outside and go on a walk, I need to drink water or have a full meal or talk to someone today. All those things that are actually a necessity, then how am I like supposed to get better, you know, and how am I supposed to be like a functioning human being? And when she, like, said that, like, mental health is having a disability, it was really hard to come to terms with because I'm like, damn it, I'm not, like, indestructible. Like, I can't just keep, you know what I'm saying? It was, like, one of those moments Mm -hmm. where I was like, this is always just going to get in the way. Like, my mental health is always just going to get in the way. And now I don't view it like that at all. But I just recognize that it's, like, a part of me. It really is just who I am. Some times I wake up and I yeah I can't function and I can't get out of bed and I but like that's also like just who I am that is really just who I am as a person and I think having to I mean even still I was sick this past week and couldn't work for all week because I was so sick and then once I like finally got better even this morning I woke up and I was like I'm so exhausted and slept in till like 10 a.m. And I was just like, God, that was stupid. Why'd I sleep in? And my best friend's staying with me. And she was like, you're dumb. It almost sounds like your body needed rest. And like, I still yeah. I like still do those things where I'm like, this is a waste of time. It's about grind. It's about power. And like, in reality, mm. like, it's really important to like, slow down and like, take care of yourself. And also realize that those are it's just like who I am some days I'm down bad and I really just can't work you know what I'm saying and no one's going to like why would I beat myself up for like I literally have a disability you know what I'm saying yeah and everything that you're saying is kind of reminding me of this I mean I think we're in the moment of uh, society right now where we're also breaking down the idea of hustle culture and even you were like I feel like I need to be on that grind I need to be like turning out work why would I ever sleep in until 10 a.m. even though I'm not feeling well like you there's there's this divine balance that we all need to find within ourselves and in our lives of showing up for work and doing the work and being being present and not making excuses and doing what you need to do but also taking care of your body and making sure that we're getting sleep and taking breaks and taking walks and all of that good stuff and so everything that you were saying was I'm just like yeah hustle culture and also but also needing to make sure that we're nourishing our bodies and that we're Mm -hmm. making sure we're checking in with ourselves and making sure all, all of the health is good yeah 
And it reminded me of, I heard our, our dad talking about this and our dad is very different from us in the sense of like, he hasn't been to therapy in a day in his life and I don't yeah. know if he ever will. And also he's very sciencey, but he, he, and he works with a bunch of similar people. And he was saying like, yeah, the, this man that I worked with, uh, he had a large tumor in his brain and uh, it was like a benign tumor and he went to a bunch of doctors to to get the tumor removed and he had to because he had to get it removed because it was pressing on something that was like not good his speech or whatever and he was like every single surgeon said that this kind of tumor is brought on by stress if we don't process and especially like our dads in the generation above us i think the generation above us didn't have any sort of like mental health really wasn't a thing it wasn't something like if you were stressed you dealt with it you pushed forward and now lots of people are walking around with tumors in their heads because these these things manifest in other ways like if we don't take time for ourselves it comes up in other ways whether it's a tumor in our head or or our work suffers because if we're not our best selves we can't be putting out our best work i think a lot of times especially in women and women of color i think you can have this unconscious need to keep going and be the best of the best I know I feel it sometimes I'm like I need to work hard so that nobody thinks that I'm incapable yeah because I I think that's like a subconscious fear of being in a workplace being and being watched by others being in a being in the public eye and I think it's something to keep in mind that we can overwork ourselves and it's okay we can have success and take care of ourselves yeah and (laughs) Yeah. And I think what's so crazy, too, is like the two can like coexist. But I feel like people online, especially only present their best foot forward. And like, sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm even guilty of forgetting to like, be real with my audience, actually tell them what's up and like what I've been going through, or just sharing like the very honest, real, like, this is who I am parts. And I think it, you know, it's even more so sometimes online can like worsen it sometimes too because you're just seeing the not realities of everything and yeah and no I think that's so important it does like manifest in like so many other ways too I don't know but then it's like crazy because you'll recognize that and be like okay like I gotta like take care of you I gotta like I gotta do myself yeah I gotta like you know like numero uno this girl right here and then <laughs> and then you like yes. do one thing to take care of yourself and you like instantly feel guilty about it it's just like um, weird yeah, you know but I'm slowly like getting out of that I like definitely don't feel guilty like I used to I used to like really just pure self-hatred and now I'm like mm, no it's okay yeah and I I love the I love the point that you made connecting, you know, mental health with a phys- with physical with physical health because I think that for some people that can really ha- has a nice parallel to it. I remember when I was in school with someone and she was having severe anxiety attacks and she was trying to tell her parents we were away at college and she was trying to tell her parents like I think I need to come home. I don't think I can be here anymore. And her parents, I think, were just thinking, what are you talking about? Like, you're fine. And she was having a hard time explaining it to them. And I was like, if you had a disease and you needed to go home for treatment, they wouldn't think twice about it. You would go home, you would go to the doctor. And just in the same way, I'm like, you're having anxiety attacks, you need to go home, you need to talk to your therapist, you need to regroup. Yeah. And I think that really helped. So I think that's a really helpful way to kind of, for people who struggle with 
empower people to empower people to like see those parallels that it's just as important yeah and even sometimes I have a hard time connecting it for myself too and of course you know because of the stigmas and everything that come mm-hmm. along with taking care of yourself I feel more human too yeah like I feel like a lot of the times like people are like oh lazy whatever things people try and say but yeah I think that's the best way to approach it is very necessary and it's 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 necessary you know and something Mm -hmm. you have to do Mm -hmm. yeah as we're approaching our hour mark here I wanted to open it up to you and see if there's anything that you wanted to talk about before we slide into the peachy clean segment um I'm like I don't know guys we talked about a lot, so it's okay. If you feel good, we feel good. Okay, I feel good. I feel like we're okay, not covering it all. So I'd love it if we could slide into the Peachy Clean segment. Um, did you read the email? Do we know what it is? Do we feel good? Do we have something to share? Yes. I keep going back and forth about So pretty much I'm just like sharing like – Anything yeah. goes here. Okay, I have I have an ex- – <laughs> Yay! To me, good one. <laughs> I think this to me is like I. This is like a moment where I. It was like a moment of consciousness where I was like, no, like I, I have problems. So <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Like I was just yeah. like, there's actually something wrong with me. Okay, so <laughs> I'm like, ah, how do we? How do we start this? Okay, sorry, you guys. It like got me all flustered. But no, go for it. Pretty much, I uh, had went to an event and I had met these people who I had just seen on the internet. And I was like, oh my gosh, whatever. And they're like, oh, they kind of knew me and I had like met them. And they're like, okay, we're going out later. Like, come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. Literally like dying as I'm telling this story. Like I've only told like two of my friends, two of my best friends, because I was like, I die every time oh I talk about But now I'm just telling We're all so of honored. every all the listeners and you guys. So <laughs> So I go and meet them at this bar that they invite me to. And I am just let's just say that there was, you know, some adult beverages involved in how I was feeling. So I was No freaking way. I was pretty I was pretty drunk. I can't lie. I'm like, I don't know if I'm allowed to whatever. Anyways, I was pretty drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I was like talking to these group of people. Keep in mind, I had just met them that day. This guy walks up, and I had never seen him before. He had an Australian accent, and I was not even thinking about this Australian man who just walked up. I was just thinking about the music that was playing. So I'm like dancing. I might have backed it up a little. My on him, like who knows, you know. Yeah, you know, like the music was going. And then I turn around and I see this gorgeous, mm, beautiful man behind me. And, you know, he starts like putting his arms on me and getting all close to my face. And Maya have started like kissing me. And so (laughs) this is where I thrive. This is where I do the best thing I could have done. So instead of being a normal person and, you know, probably kissing them back, probably um, being like, wow, oh my God, blah, 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 flirting. I just started uh-huh. laughing in their face, like literally <laughs> laughing so hard, like laughing to the point where he literally was like, 
are you okay? Like, what happened? Like, is something wrong? <laughs> and I'm Dumb. just, yeah, no, like, I'm literally, it's actually, like, so inappropriate. And I'm just laughing, and he is like, what, like, what, ha- like, what is wrong? What is happening? And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just, like, really shy. And then I was like, I need to go get a drink. And then I, like, leave him. Like, I just leave him. Like, what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I did that. So the next day, I'm like, who was that? What? Like, who was that? So he was just this this actor on a pretty popular show that I haven't watched yet, but a lot of people like it. And yeah. So yeah. So I embarrassed that actual shit on myself. I have to ask. I have to ask. What's can we know the show or no? I literally can't say because if word ever okay. got back to him, I would literally like die. Like I would because it keeps me up at night sometimes. Like I like replay it in my head and I'm like Like sometimes I think it was a dream. Like sometimes I literally think it was a dream and I like made it up. So So as someone who who self sabotages yeah. a lot of like she's talking about she's talking about herself oh, and I'm myself. Talking, oh, and I, yeah, I hey girl, no. I'm <laughs> you're like yes, me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but as myself, I <laughs> cannot tell you how many times a cute, attractive person has come up to me and I've been like, no, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can co-sign to that, uh, but I'm trying to think of. There's definitely like a similar story that you have, and I can't remember. I, it's not it's not like laugh in your face, but I there was like a cute person that came up to me and when I we were chit chatting and it was great. We had things in common. I went to school oh. near where he went to school, and he was like he was a he was a tall glass of water. He really was, and he came up behind behind me. I was talking to Lindsay, you, and Lynn was like, were, "No, no, no!" They were chatting, and he was like, "I'm gonna go get a drink really quick." And Nicole was like, "Cool, like see you in a sec." And turned around and started talking to me. And then he comes back. I would not turn back around. Lynn was like, "Turn around, he's behind you." And I was just like, "No, I can't do it." And you know, as someone, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I do kick myself all like that. Like why? Why he like we? Everything was chill. Like nothing. There was no other, they like, were vibing yeah like i was i was down to clown around for sure like they definitely came back from the drink and he was like oh what i misread happened? the situation <laughs> no, because this is literally me this is wow yeah, yeah. we're the same great we are the same yeah so great. i relate um we're just that's this is that's just learning yeah know, learning just quirky thing yeah. Just girly things. Just quirky things. Quirky <laughs> things. Yeah, if any potential male s- or person suitors are out there and you try and talk to me and I act weird, d- d- don't, you know, don't take offense to it. You know, keep, keep going. trying. <laughs> Unless I say absolutely not no. Yeah, I mean. But if I, if I yeah. don't turn around while I'm talking to my sister, maybe don't, like, assume right away, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm making it really complicated for them. <laughs> no, literally. I'm like, why am I you know, single, and then that I do shit like that. <laughs> I like I'm literally like, oh my gosh, like I just wish someone would just approach me. Me, no, like actually, Dom, shut up. Like sometimes you like normalize telling yourself to shut up. I because yeah. I am just done with myself. So yeah, I feel like I feel like you should slide into their DMs. No, because I literally mini mini challenge. I like. I actually would have to, I can't, I have to start from scratch. (laughs) I'm, yeah, they were, I went to a birthday party this weekend 
And I'm pretty sure they were at the, it was, I went to like two birthday parties. And I'm pretty sure he was at And they the, were there? Well, I'm pretty sure he was at the second one, but I didn't stay for that long because I like started to get, like my pits started to get sweaty and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Dom's just like, <laughs> like, like through the, through the plants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure we will cross paths again because I have befriended these people and they, you know, asked me to hang out with them. So I'm one of these days. Maybe something will happen and it'll be like, haha, story time. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, I, you know, we're all human. We all experience nerves. We all like people, you know, people laugh. That's a way that people release their emotions sometimes. Like I remember I was having a very intense conversation with a friend and she just started laughing. Like we weren't fighting, but we were fighting, you know, we were like discussing <laughs> yeah. something. I'm like, but this made me feel. And then she started laughing. I was like, and she's like, I'm really sorry, but this is just how I kind of deal with the sister. I don't, it's like involuntary. So I, what I'm saying is that, you know, I would be disappointed in that person if he just wrote you off and like was a judgmental person just based on one interaction, because sometimes the emotions just come and take over and physical things happen. Yeah. No, it was, it was a little hot and cold on my end. It was me. I'm like, am I the drama? Yes, when I am the drama. You you walk up to the bar with, like, I gotta get a drink, and then you're just like, is it me? (laughs) I love it. That was an amazing peachy clean. Thank you so much for sharing. Now you're all peachy peachy clean. clean. I'm peachy clean, you guys. Yay! Amazing. Dom, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and chatting with us, donating your time and and having this lovely conversation. It's been, we're so, we're grateful. Yeah. Over the moon. Yes, you guys. You're the best. No, this was awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. And I just loved every part of this conversation. Oh, that Thank means you. so much. Yeah. Um, do you want to roll through where people can find and connect with you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. I My Instagram handle is Dom Roberts. Instead of an E, it's an X. I am also on TikTok posting just absolute tomfoolery in Dom Not a Teen Mom. And if you want to see some of the creative, fun, other stuff that I do, the Uncomfortable Org on Instagram is where I post other fun, cool, creative projects that I'm working on. Yay! And as always, all of Dom's goodies will be in the show notes, so head over, check him out, give him some love. All of that good stuff. All right, Peaches, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard, share this episode with anyone who has ears. That really helps get the podcast out there and grow. If you could subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, do that. And if you're on Apple Podcast or Spotify, leave that five-star written review. Again, helps boost the podcast, help us grow into a mighty strong podcast. <laughs> you can head over to our website, www.letstalk peaches.com to learn more about what's going on snag some cool merch all of that good stuff you can follow us on instagram at let's talk underscore peaches it's the same thing on tiktok and we post new episodes every monday so we will see you here next week next monday for a new episode of let's talk peaches the podcast bye Bye, peaches peaches. (laughs) that was amazing